Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Yale Health Guests. I'm Mike Goulet, manager of Allied Health at Yale Health and your host. Joining me today is Douglas Idelson, MD, chief of our pediatric department. Welcome, Doug. Thanks for having me, Mike. We're here to discuss immunizations. Doug, why is getting immunized important? Well, Mike, immunizations uh, are really one of the most important ways that we can prevent uh, the transmission of infectious disease, especially in um, children, of course, I'm in pediatrics, so um, I, I'm most sort of concerned with that population. It's one of the most successful uh, public health measures um, really uh, in history in terms of uh, preventing um, communicable diseases. Why don't people want to get vaccinated? Well, there really is, a, there are very few good reasons not to get vaccinated, in fact. Um, there um, are some uh, very rare contraindications, medical contraindications to being vaccinated. But for the large majority of children and adults, uh, vaccination is a very safe and effective way of uh, preventing disease. Doug, why are we hearing about measles outbreaks here in the United States now? Well, Mike, as you know, the United States is currently experiencing an ongoing multi-state outbreak of measles linked to an amusement park in California. And as of March, there were about 176 people from 17 states in Washington, D.C. who were reported to have measles. Um, no cases have been identified in Connecticut yet, but there have been cases identified in New York um, which obviously is, is close by. Um, during the current outbreak, the majority of folks who um, have come down with the measles have been unimmunized. And so this is really a cautionary tale um, to uh, of the importance of, of uh, being current with your immunizations. Is it ever too late to begin vaccinations? No, Mike, it's never too late. And we encourage uh, parents of children who have not um, been vaccinated according to the schedule to contact us so that we can provide some catch-up immunizations for them. Um, some vaccination is always better than none and provides some protection, and there are specific protocols in place for catch-up immunizations um, at any age. Doug, I know some parents may feel that if everyone else is getting vaccinated, then my children are protected. Is that true? Well, Mike, to a certain extent that is true. Um, but it doesn't take many non-immunized uh, children or people uh, to create a situation where an outbreak can occur. And we see that um, uh, in the current example in uh, California with, our, with the measles outbreak. Um, you're referring to the concept, I think, of herd immunity. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is something that can easily break down with uh, more than um, a few people in the community who don't immunize. And so very quickly you can put uh, people at risk for easily preventable diseases such as uh, measles or chicken pox. Um, and certainly you put people, even with uh, herd immunity, you're putting people who are not able to be vaccinated because of age or a medical condition at risk for um, diseases when uh, a, a certain number of people in the community are not immunizing their children. Some people might ask, so what if my child does get chickenpox or the measles? Well, um, these diseases actually uh, can have significant morbidity and morbid uh, mortality. 
And, you know, I think that um, most people alive today don't recall a time when infectious diseases uh, were so common and deadly. Um, but much of the success of uh, eradicating infectious disease is sort of due to vaccination. Diseases like diphtheria and smallpox and polio, which were so common and, and, and devastating uh, in the not-too-recent past, have been all but eradicated uh, because of vaccination. Um, you know, there's some other um, anecdotes that I can uh, tell you about that I think help to, to drive this point home. Uh, in 1974, Japan had a successful whooping cough vaccination program, um, and there uh, were only 390 cases of pertussis or whooping cough that were reported in the entire country back then. But then when rumors began to spread that pertussis vaccination was no longer needed, um, and by 1976, the vaccination rate dropped to 10%, uh, Japan suffered a major pertussis epidemic uh, two years later, three years later in 1979, with more than 13,000 cases and 41 deaths. And in 1981, when the government began vaccinating with the uh, whooping cough vaccine again, the pertussis cases dropped. So that was a very real-time sort of um, example of the success and importance of, of national vaccine programs. I see. Now, what about parents who want to delay or change the schedule of their child's vaccinations? Well, in general, we don't recommend doing that because there really is no um, good reason to delay vaccination, and it only puts your child and others um, at risk for vaccine-preventable diseases. That being said, you know, we, um, our main sort of objective is to have kids appropriately immunized. And so if parents are uncomfortable with the vaccine schedule, we certainly try to work with them so that uh, ultimately um, their children are immunized according to the schedule. But we very much encourage folks to uh, comply with the recommended uh, vaccine schedule. And where can parents get information on what vaccinations their children need? Well, one thing you can do is go to the Yale Health website uh, at yalehealth.yale.edu uh, slash pediatrics, and we uh, review each of the vaccines that we uh, give to children there and um, give some detail uh, on each of those vaccines. Uh, alternatively, you can go to the CDC website at cdc.gov slash vaccines, and they have uh, also um, a lot of really good information there about the um, about vaccination. On another note, what about the flu vaccine? Who do you recommend to get that vaccine? Um, it's recommended that all children under 18 years old receive a yearly flu vaccine. Um, children are eligible for the flu vaccine at six months of age, and it's these younger children that are particularly vulnerable to complications from the flu. And it's so those children under two and children with some chronic diseases such as asthma, who we particularly are interested in being immunized for the flu. It's recommended that all children 18 and under be immunized for the flu annually. Some people argue against getting the flu vaccine by saying they never get sick or they always get sick right after getting the flu. What about those people? Well, I think there's a lot of unfortunate misinformation about the flu vaccine that prevents uh, folks from getting immunized and puts them at unnecessary sort of risk for getting the flu. Um, 
the flu vaccine is a killed virus vaccine and, and one cannot get the flu from the flu vaccine. And it's uh, thought that most likely what's going on is, is that you're getting the flu vaccine at a time of year when you are more likely to get upper respiratory tract infections anyway. And so that there's some sort of um, misinterpretation that it had to do with the, the vaccine itself. Um, you know, the flu vaccine is something that is very safe and um, is often quite effective at preventing the strains that are most likely to be causing the flu that particular year. Thank you, Doug, for this important and valuable information. Oh, it's my pleasure, Mike. This has been a Yale University HealthCast, sponsored by Yale Health and the Office of Public Affairs. For more information on this and other health topics, visit our website, yalehealth.yale.edu.